check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Everybody, what's happening? What's good with the A and B show? Brad and Sean. Brad Tesh coming to you live from Whidbey Island with always Sean and Valen Cor- Court. Anyway, he'll address that at some point. In the I'll future. address that at some point. Yeah. I like how it looks like I have a halo over my head. I told you this last time. So how I'm so holy. I'm so holy. More angelic, angelic than holy. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> All right. Is a new Maple Leafs It's an old new. Yeah, I got it like over a year ago now. It was presented to me. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. I never saw the alumni thing on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I salute. Maybe you're supposed to sign it there. Yeah. Little bastard. Yeah. So you just bought it off eBay? No, man. I, I was giving it to me. What in the world? That in his eBay jersey. He bought this eBay jersey ah, on the ah, says ah. that he got, but you know. It is what it is. <laughs> the green room is where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. And here we are. This is a Monday post championship week for the NFL. So we are talking uh, NFL today. We'll talk some NBA, some World Baseball Classic. And as you know, anything else that comes up, because that's just how it happens here on the A&B show, the Pacific Northwest Premier Sports and Miscellaneous Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. So, Sean. Yes, my brother. How are you? You're I'm very green great. today. I am. I am pretty green. Yeah, I dressed myself today. It's pretty cool. I did I did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Man. You should get a gold star in your four-year-old classroom. I'm telling <laughs> you. Hey, Deshaun's pre-K teacher. Make sure you get him a gold star tomorrow when he shows up to class. Man. Hey, just remember, everybody. Hey, like, subscribe, comment down below on, on our YouTube. Comment on our Facebook pages, A and B. Okay? Sean needs something to respond to. Just give him, give him something it. to say. Love it. Man, oh man. Man, what a championship weekend we had. I mean, I think I saw it all this weekend. Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, Christian McCaffrey was ready to ready to dress yeah. up as a quarterback. Christian McCaffrey took a couple snaps at quarterback. I'm just like... The news today that Brock Purdy tore UCL, I mean, that's pretty impressive that he even was able to go back out and hand the ball off with a blown-up elbow joint. But. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, man, like, I just felt so bad for the fourth-string quarterback there, Johnson. Because, it's like, you know he didn't take a snap. He didn't take one yeah. snap for practice, nothing. Well, he probably did. <sighs> they was... know that they're fragile at QB. And, you know, Josh Johnson played, so... Hey, he played. He's played before. The league for 10 years on 13 different teams. Jeez. He's taken some snaps. It's just that it was just, it was sad. It was sad to see that. And I remember telling you this beforehand is that Philadelphia has like four guys with double digit sacks. And, you know, everybody kept saying you have to put pressure on Purdy. Well, it didn't just put pressure on him. It took him right out of the game. Brock Purdy was, didn't miss a throw until he got hurt. He was four for four. I know. And then Hassan wrecked him. You know, and then after that, it became like, I mean, it it was elementary at that point. They couldn't do it. They were going to run every single time. There was no throws. Like, there was nothing that... You know, they just stacked it up, but dared him to beat him over the top, and obviously they couldn't do it. And then I actually thought that they were doing a pretty good job on defense. It's just that all of a sudden, these penalties, they were getting penalized... Oh, so much. They shot, so. they shot themselves in the foot quite a bit also. There was a few times where they actually had him on fourth down and then gave yep. him a first down from yep. a penalty. Yep. 
That's not good football. That's not good. That's it's undisciplined. Frustration. Kyle Shanahan football. You know. That's and the unfortunate part. Now we got to listen to these Eagle fans for two weeks because <laughs> Kyle Shanahan can't control his team. You know. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, like, honestly, their defense was there. I mean, to keep down a, yeah. pretty, a pretty high, I mean, a high-octane offense, they kept them down. If they didn't yeah. get all those penalties, it probably would have been a much lower score. Yeah. It probably should have been a 17-7 game. Yeah. And uh, it became worse than what it was just because of those penalties. Yeah. I mean, the play call sheet was shrunk by, you know, 50%. You only have runs. Uh, and then it goes, some of those guys were clearly frustrated. You saw Trent Williams get tossed out after the game was in hand. I saw a lot of dumb knucklehead stuff. Um, you know. You know what I feel the worst for right now? You know what I feel the worst for? Who? Lampton. Yeah. Because I know that he was Lampton is our is our boy. He does our hair. He's a huge Niners fan. Came with us to the game. I mean basically he was on Cloud Nine and then all this happened. And I, I I know that feeling. I know that feeling when you lose a star player or you lose a key person in your personnel. It's it, it's terrible. And it would have been two weeks maybe then. The Brock Purdy would have had a chance to get better. But that now the tour to UCF. Yeah, he's, he's dead. That's six months. So He'll be lucky if he gets back by training. Yeah. Actually, I was reading that too. I think it is six months. Isn't he? He's gone for a little it's quite, while. It's quite yeah. a while. So, I mean, not much of a not much of a game to talk about in that NFC Championship yeah. game. Well, at least the rest were involved. Yes, they were. They were busy. <laughs> Not like they were in the Cincinnati-Kansas City game. Oh, my. Where they oh protected the quarterback maybe too much. Way too much. Like, that whole roughing the passer I thought was ridiculous because yeah. Cincinnati had them down on fourth down. Well, I think that Cincinnati should have got at least two out-of-balance hits, and one was on Joe Burrow, the possession before. Yes. You know, I just I don't know how you give it to Patrick Mahomes there when you didn't give it to Joe Burrow minutes before. I just I have a really hard time with the refs in that that call. I think it's because they just wanted to see Kansas City back in there. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry. There's somebody there that's probably taking some sort of money. I mean, I, you know what? This is just my opinion, okay? This is just my opinion. But in my humble opinion. <laughs> the humblest of the humble. Humble opinion, okay? Sounds a humble beast if you didn't know. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was not at 100%. We, we saw that. We saw that, that old tire fumble that he made. Yeah. He was not. But, yeah, there was, there was too many calls in order to protect him. How about the Phantom uh, third down play that didn't count? What was that? I mean, I, I know that they showed us, they showed us the ref running onto the field. But <clears> they stopped. You way. tell me he couldn't keep going? That was the only Waving way. Waving his hands? We've seen worse than that on you know, the delay of game call in a game that didn't matter. Yeah. To stop it with the nonsense. Like, I, that was terrible. And, of course, everybody thinks, oh, they're just giving Patrick Mahomes another chance at, to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, which is true. Which is which is essentially true. And I believe that they got penalized and I gave him because they had the sack. And yep. they took a... It took a PI, I believe, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which is like, he didn't even get the ball out. <laughs> I didn't even call it. It was a holding yeah. penalty or something Maybe ridiculous. Just like, there was, you know, a Joe Burrow call where they called intentional grounding, which he clearly was grounding the ball, but the, 
Running back there was, was right somebody him, right there. I know. I thought that, that was a ridiculous call. And, and you hard. can't tell me either way that the refs were a little bit skewed to see Kansas City go back. You know, and maybe it's yeah. because of all the hype of all the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati well, mayor. Everybody, I mean, it, everybody it wasn't a rivalry until now because for it to be a rivalry, you know, you have to at least one team's got to win both. You know, both teams have to win once for it to be a rivalry, and Kansas City hadn't won yet. Well, not, now it is. Yeah, now, now it's it a rivalry. is. Yeah, we'll all be better for it. And what do you think the fix is for the NFL and uh, you know the uh, the umpiring? Like, what what do you think the answer is? What's the answer on that? Yeah, they have way too many refs. They have way too many people out there. I don't know. Well, they're still missing calls. I mean, do you think there should be one guy like they have in college? You know, like a sky ref, like that's kind of watching from the booth and. No. I mean, can call down that's fine, that's place. fine, whatever, you want to do that, that's fine, but the thing is is that if, if people make mistakes, right, so if you make one missed call, well, you don't call on the other side unless it's like a totally egregious, if it's egregious, then I mean, you got to make the call. This isn't pro wrestling. You know, no, no, but in the National Hockey League, it's exactly the do. it's like, okay, we, we missed that call, well, we're not going to call that, or, you know, let the players play, hmm. you know what I mean, let the players yeah. play. That sounds like a song. <laughs> <laughs> Let the players play, though. Yeah. Let them play. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that Kansas City game was decided by an umpire. It kind of was at the end. of Kind of shit. You no, know? it's like it totally was not. They weren't. I mean, they weren't in field goal range. No. And then they had 15 yards on. And he got yeah, a 45 yeah, yeah. yard field goal. That's. But that was blatant. We saw that. That was like okay. I see that one. That was a stupid go, play. Go watch it again and tell me Patrick Mahomes didn't sell that. Oh yeah. Flying out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. His feet hadn't even touched out of bounds. And he was going out of bounds. I get it. By the letter of the law, that was a penalty. But three minutes earlier, it I, wasn't on Joe Burrow, who also plays quarterback. And that's what I'm saying. That's my irritation. That's what I'm saying. If you're not going to call it on one, yeah. you don't call it at all. Listen, right? refs, all we ask is that you be consistent. If it's consistently bad, then be consistently bad. No one cares. Just be both. But I feel like it's not like the first time that we're talking about stuff like this. In the championship games, I remember New Orleans... And uh, that whole entire P.I. incident there, and then they wanted to go to court over that. I mean, yeah. the refs are bad in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Like, they, they are, are bad. They are. Like, it's it's terrible. They, uh, just put the whistle away. People have paid money to see a game. Unless they're, like, you know, getting going at each other's throats or something stupid, put that whistle away. Is that enough to call it? Yeah. You know, I talked to uh, a referee this weekend. I was down in Portland at a basketball tournament, and he was telling me he was talking to uh, some NBA refs that had run a clinic to, to help those younger refs out. And they asked, how come you don't call traveling in the NBA consistently? And that guy said, off the record. So this is off the record, too, kids. Don't tell anybody I told you this. But that the athletes today are so fast that the refs can't see both what's happening at the arm level and at the foot level. That's ridiculous. Right? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Oh, have you ever watched a professional game? I have. And and you know what? They were managing to call it on Giannis that one game there where that Euro step, and that's the thing, this whole entire Euro step that's coming to the NBA is just like, you know, oh, that, that enables traveling. That enables traveling. Maybe. No, not Only maybe. if the second foot comes down. Yeah. Like every time. It's like, so much better. Jeez. But now it leads you into this whole entire Super Bowl, though, because now you have two number ones going at it. Yep. And I'm sorry. I think KC 
I think they could take these Eagles. Yeah. I really do. Hmm. I do. You think so? Why do you think so? I don't know. I'm just feeling that. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going on right now. AFC. I'm on the AFC side there, you know, like. But, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Because the Bills lost to the yeah. Bengals, and, and the, the Bengals, Bengals lost, lost to the, to the Chiefs. Chiefs. You got it. You're, you're so. looking. Yeah, it's exactly how you're looking. You're looking at my logic on how that works. Okay. Bills lost to the Bengals. Bengals lost to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are going to win it. Now, on paper, though, let's face it, though, Philadelphia is stacked. I mean, on both ends. On both ends. Uh, Yeah, I'm saying the Chiefs, but I wouldn't be even surprised if it's a complete show of Philadelphia power at that Super Bowl, you know? (laughs) In Arizona. It's, 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 uh... It's going to be something. And and you know what? Good for Jalen Hurts. Good for that whole entire fan base in Philadelphia. I really do think they're going to end up pulling that one out. I am going to be going for the Chiefs, only because they're AFC team. That's it. But that's uh, that's about as professional. That's about as far as it's going to go? Yeah. Um, I saw something earlier that said that uh, Houston won the World Series in 2017 mm-hmm. and 2022. Mm-hmm. And... Who won last year's NBA championship? Uh, last year's NBA championship was won by the Golden State Warriors. And they also won it in 2017. Yeah, yeah, they won it the year before the Raps. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know who else won the Super Bowl in 2017? Yeah, that would be the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. So, every five years. <laughs> so, only with their second time doing it, every five years they're going to yeah. win the Super Bowl? Well, only, only when Houston and. Uh, Wins the MLB championship and Golden State wins the NBA championship. If it's so the that's when year, the perfect alignment happens. So. Or or we're just in, you know, some kind of simulation, and that's the code that broke it. We'll find out. Oh my gosh, I don't know, man. Five more yeah, years, maybe, we'll find out. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you know, it's funny we had a, we had to think about Golden State there, but uh, Golden State's on a tear right now. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to win their second back-to-back or their first back-to-back road game in the whole entire season. So, let's see how it goes. I mean, they're they're actually, I mean, I, I was looking at it. Even with uh, Steph Curry getting thrown out of the game last minute 14 against Memphis, they still managed to pull that out. Four. Oh, just before over time. No. Oh, throwing, throwing his mouth guard. Throwing his mouth guard. How many times has Steph Curry been thrown out of a... Twice. Nope. Oh, there's more than twice. Three. I, Three times. Wow. Including the wow. playoffs. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, reg season. Okay. What are the reasons for Steph Curry being thrown out of an NBA basketball As far game? as I know, throwing his mouthpiece. All three times. Yeah. As far as I know. All three times. <laughs> you know. Something. It's, you I mean, know. you look at like Rasheed Wallace and Draymond Green and some of the greats that get tossed out of basketball games. They got nothing on Steph. He's reliable <laughs> as it comes. <laughs> Steph's going to go down as definitely one of the greatest players to play the game. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, I, I'd say he's better than LeBron as far as just mental toughness, the whole thing, you mm, know? Interesting. Okay. I'll buy it. I, I, I think so. Mentally, he's, he's, he's the player of the 2010s, yeah. 2020s. He's more sure. loyal, that's for sure. You know? Oh, LeBron's got to jump to a new team if he feels he's got a chance. It's like, he's... You know, forever chasing the hairline. I mean, championship. Ah. 
I've been following. Okay, I've been following the NBA this season, and it's had its ups and downs. But Memphis was looking pretty good. They've lost five straight. Yeah. Uh, did they pick it up? Did they pick it up there? Will they pick it up? They'll pick it up. You know, yeah. Every team goes through it. I don't know. I mean, not every. Obviously, every team because Michael Jordan played in the NBA. But yeah. Most teams have a lull in the middle of the year. It's hard to get motivated, especially a young team. You know. Well, to me, I I really like that John Morant kid. I think yeah. John Morant is super talented, but let's face it, Boston, the Celtics, just like in hockey, they're a juggernaut. Nope. Like the Celtics, what is going on with Boston? Could we just pick one conference at a time? I'm just saying, what is going on with Boston? What is going on with that city that they just keep always like? You think they're going to start retooling? Not with the Celtics. The Celtics All I can so think tough. of is that since Reed just had a baby, he's been staying home more, and the, it's just not bleeding over. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Shout out to our boy Reed. We're gonna have to have him on here because he brings a lot of levity to the show. Yeah, and we'll just hear nothing but Boston sports nonstop. Uh, nevertheless, though, the Celtics—they are on some sort of tear. It's interesting that they are, given all the tumultuous uh, training camp they had. Right, firing their coach firing their days coach. before the season, all yep. that kind of stuff. Uh, the teams really rallied around each other and put it together. They are. They are fun to watch. They are. They are one of the. We, uh, we can yeah. go back and forth on if the NBA is a pure basketball sport or not. I would argue it's not at this point, but it, it's it's still entertaining to watch. It's it's a good, entertaining form of basketball. So. Oh, I mean, let's face it. You're gonna sit there. You're gonna watch a game. You know when you're watching this game, you know what you're expecting. Perimeter shots. Perimeter shots. Perimeter shots. It seems yeah. to be that's the big thing, right? Yeah. Like. You're not watching. It's not the 80s and the 90s where you're seeing the dunk show anymore. With an occasional explosive slam. But yes. You know. And then uh, what's happening with the Clippers there this year? They just suck. They're not like they're not doing anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you have to... If you have two quote-unquote superstars like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you have to play them at the same time to get the benefit of having two superstars. <laughs> That's really what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. You know, and we saw last year they tried to do some load management crap, and then they tried to run them all full speed in the playoffs, and they just didn't have the coordination uh, or the togetherness to try to figure it out. So I, I hate to say it, but the only person that seemed to have mastered load management is Nick Nurse from the Raptors. Mm. Tell me I'm wrong. When was the last time that they made the playoffs? Well, that was a couple of years ago. Okay, well then, yeah. let's stop with that. What? I read this. I read just this morning. <laughs> They're about to have a fire sale in Toronto and get rid of some of their assets. And they they don't to. even know if Nick Nurse, who was at one point a coach of the year, mm-hmm. is going to need me back next year because his deal's expiring and they haven't even extended him yet. So, Well, that would be silly on the Raptors maybe that's part not, if they don't you know, let's not be, uh, you know, I actually just saw the Raptors in Portland just yeah. a few nights ago. They, they played good basketball. They are a very physical team. Yes. That was... Um, Very apparent. Listen, I love Scotty Barnes, but you're, yeah. you're, they have a lot of heavy contracts over there with Pascal Siakam, with Fred Van Vliet. And let's face it, Fred, Fred Van Vliet is not Kyle Lowry. He never will be He's Kyle not even Lowry. Mike Lowry. Yeah, not even Mike Lowry. That's right. Uh, <laughs> He's the Martin impersonation of Mike Lowry. That's what he is. Oh you know, and, and Pascal Siakam, God love him, but, you know, that's a heavy contract for somebody that, I mean, he produces. Yeah. But to me, the untouchables, Scotty Barnes, and I'd say Gary Trent Jr. have to be your two untouchables yeah, Gary on Gary Trent team. Jr., I really wish they would have left him in Portland. 
Yeah, he's money. Yeah. He's money. You don't even have you don't even have Norm Powell in Portland anymore. He's like a clipper now. It's like Yeah, he's deteriorated. (laughs) I love Norm. He just does not look like himself in LA. Oh. Uh, the most interesting team in the East to me right now is the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are interesting. To see if they can get over the hump. Uh, you think like, they're making playoffs? I think if they make the right trade, they'll make the playoffs. And I think if they could finally put it all together, they could go far in the playoffs because they have these all these really interesting pieces. I just, you know, I think James Dolan sold his soul, and I think part of that was to be in basketball purgatory. I don't know if they'll ever have a good team in there as long as he's running it, but... Time will tell. Wow. Time oh, will tell. I, yeah, I mean, the East is so top-heavy. Right? Well, yeah, you got what? You got uh, yeah. the Hawks. You got uh, the Celtics, the Hawks, the the Bucks, And now even the Nets coming and tearing it up. Yeah, yeah the Nets really turn it around with Kevin Durant being out. It'd be nice if they could get it together. Yeah. You know. Um, it's, it's. I mean, they won't, but, you know. And then you got Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> so there's like with maybe uh, Joel yeah. Embiid going to unseat Jokic for the MVP this year. I personally would like to see Jokic win a third year in a row. I think he's amazingly talented. Uh, but, but Joel Embiid is doing something. He's else right just now. a monster right now. So, like, how many boards did he get in that game? I don't know. I, Along with his points, yeah. it was something ridiculous. Yeah. And there's two a, guys. He's a thirty twenty guy. 80-90 subs on the court, and that's that's impressive. That's what he did have, actually, if I'm not mistaken. It was 30 yeah. points, 20 rebs. Yeah. And then you had James Harden with 17 points and something like 10 assists. So you had two guys getting double-doubles, yeah. you know. And then meanwhile, yeah. on Brooklyn, I mean, right now you have Kyrie Irving. I think he's been playing lights out basketball for <laughs> the Nets. Kyrie Irving has been. You know. Yeah. Um, the rest of that team currently right now, though, I don't know. I mean, like, he's carrying them on on, on his back, essentially, is what he's doing. You know, yeah. Well, luckily for him, the world's flat, so there's not a lot of help ah! people. Up. <laughs> what do you think of a real world basketball? World basketball. We have been so stuck on basketball. World baseball classic. Yeah, I, I think that it's gonna be fascinating. Good for uh, Mike Trout to step up and say he wanted to play. Uh, open the doors for everyone else to say yes to their prospective countries. And uh, let's really see what's what. It kind of feels like 92 in the Dream Team, right? This feels like... I mean, you know... Like, bring them out, bring them out. Let's see what's up. You would think that the U.S. would be killers, right? All the way through. But the thing is mm. that you got Puerto Rico, you got Dominican Republic. And now, Shoyotani representing in Japan. I mean, you got Japan. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. There's some, there's some, so many talented players. Yeah. There's some killers. You know? And then... This Vladdy Guerrero, is he going to play for Dominican or is he going to play for Canada? It's like, you know. Is he a Canadian citizen? Technically, yes. He was born in Montreal. Hmm. So, yeah, hmm. technically, yes. But uh, I don't think he plays for Canada. I don't, I don't know. I don't even think Canada is in there. Yeah, Freddie Freeman. and uh, Freddie Freeman's Canadian? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I liked Freddie Freeman. <laughs> you can't like him anymore? Is that it? Oh my, that's sad. Oh, I can't believe you just said that. That's oh makes sense though. He's too clean cut. He's too clean cut. It must be Canadian. Yep. Must be Captain Canadian. Canada. Oh my gosh, but uh, you know, like we're I, I'm gonna have to have a look at that. See if uh, Canada's even in this World Baseball Classic. And they're I, probably not. What is Canada doesn't make anything unless it's hockey, right? 
When you guys dominate women's no, we hockey. Had, we had we had a representation in basketball. We had Steve Nash playing for us. We had, yeah, yeah, but where did you finish at? Oh, I mean, we didn't finish anywhere okay. there, but you know, did we you had make it out of the round before. robin tournament? No, I mean, you know, that was a little while ago. But I mean, now we have. Was, a, are you making it out of the round robin tournament? Yeah, but now we no. have some killers in Canada now. Yeah, we got some killers in the NBA. We want to talk about it. even in baseball, we have some killers. So I don't know. Like, you have some in the NBA. I'll give you that. <laughs> you Jamal know? Murray for one. Yeah, he's a killer. Yeah. When his knee's not banged up? Man. I mean, hockey, yeah, okay. But even in hockey, it's not a given anymore. No. You know. Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking, though, with this? What are you thinking? U.S.? The same thing I think every time there's a country sport. U.S.A. Yeah. <laughs> so your nationalism now is uh, coming to the forefront. Yeah. Here. Listen, I don't, believe in, nation- I don't believe in nationalism unless it's sports-related. There it is. If there it's it sports-related... There it is. That's it. Home team. And then you get to wear it on your chest. Proud America. That's right. Oh, there you go. Man. Uh, That's how it works. Do you think anybody's coming out of retirement to play for the team? No. You know? (laughs) That would be something. That would be something. Uh, Maybe Ichiro. Man, he. I, I don't know if you, you've seen Ichiro lately, but. I was just going to say, he probably. Ichiro still, looks like he's still in game shape. I know. That's what I was going to say. He still looks like he could play. He's, he's out still, there every day with the fellas. Yeah. He still has a role with, them, with the Mariners. Just out there slanging balls and whipping bats. All right. Quick off note here, okay? So, Seattle loading up for Bear, right? Mm-hmm. They, they look good. Do you think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs again next season? Do you think they did enough to be a 95-game winning team? What do they do? They just signed Aaron Judge, and they got they, Carlos Rondon. That's it. Yeah, so I'm saying. What do they do? Exactly. They, they, re-signed, they re-signed their superstar <laughs> and got an old pitcher in yeah. Justin Verlander with a bionic elbow. Carlos Rondon. They got Carlos yeah, Rondon. I don't think they did enough. I don't think they did enough either. Not to be a 95-win team again, especially no. when you look at Rizzo's numbers going down. No, I, I can't see them making an improvement. Yeah. I still say I still say that they're in the hunt. I, I don't know if they are. Um, well, it's the Yankees. They're going to always be in the hunt. Yeah. When was the last time the Yankees weren't in the hunt? Like, you can remember. Oh, no, no, no. They've always been. Like, they're since, always relevant. Like, like, since Jeter arrived to that team. Yeah. They were. They've always been relevant. You know, yeah. like, there was the, the early 90s when the Jays were doing it. The Yankees really weren't all put together. But it was around mid to late 90s when, when you started When seeing. did Mattingly retire from? Mattingly retired. 89, 90? Yeah, exactly. And that's when yeah. you, I think you had your... So that gap between like yeah. 91 and 97. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's when the Yankees really weren't. But that's a very short. That's a short yeah. sample. Six size years and 100. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then you have a look at teams like Atlanta who seem to, you know... Make the World Series and everything like that. How many times? It was something ridiculous. I remember seeing. Well, they they both twice. both those things have uh, two things in common. What's that? Good weather where they live. Mm. And uh, New York doesn't have good weather. Owners in the in the fall, the summer and fall for baseball. Yeah. It's no different than Toronto. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but Toronto plays in a dome because they're a bunch true. of wusses. Dude. Oh, my goodness. Play I outside like wow, a grown-up. Wow, wow, wow. That's what, you know, this is an early spoiler, but that's what I wanted to ask you in our one-on-one question. Is how many years are we going to suffer 
before we just ban dome teams. Just ban domes all together. What, in every sport? Well, I mean, not basketball, obviously, but yeah. Football and baseball. Football and baseball. It'll no never happen domes. in football. No more never domes. Never happen in football. It should, though. Never. It should. Yeah, but then, you know what? You it know, should. You know you're going to be able to play your game. You don't have to worry about lightning striking the ground. It's like, I don't know. It was where a lightning strike in the ground in a football game. When has that ever been a set off? It's always been snow. They get a way to figure it out. What are you talking about? In Seattle, that happens quite a bit. Well, we got to no. take a little bit of a delay. No. It Lightning's never, around. Never happened. Lightning's it around. Never happened yes, in yes, yes. Oh, oh, we have an electrical storm. Oh. That happened, that's in Tampa. That's oh. not in Seattle. We don't, have, we don't have that mess here. Whoa, whoa. We got an electrical storm again. Oh, my gosh. Come on. It's never going away. Come on now. Come but on. it should. Uh, that's your opinion. It should. That's your opinion. It's because your team plays in domes. Oh, my gosh. It's a silly opinion, but that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still not the silliest opinion we've had today. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I want to I wanna talk some NHL. In now, almost two weeks ago, Tuesday, when um, Ivan Provorov from the Philadelphia Flyers uh, did not want to wear uh, the rainbow... Uh, jersey at practice and tape a stick, uh, the rainbow colors for the uh, LBTGQ night that they were having. He put out a statement. I mean, it was his beliefs, right? Um, and the thing is, is that like, I'm of the mind. If you're if you're pushing something, right? This is what you're saying that you're looking for inclusive inclusivity. And you're going against what the NHL is trying to push, well, then maybe you don't get the play. You know? Uh, it's not the first time that we've seen this in sport. We saw uh, Muhammad Ali, when he was drafted, said, no, I'm, I'm not going for the draft. And he had to pay consequences for it. He had to be stripped of the title. He had to go to jail. I mean, there was all those consequences for him. So... Things like that, I think that consequences should be paid if that's what's supposed to happen, okay? The NHL maybe should have been much more clear about that. Maybe the Flyers saying, okay, well, I don't think you play tonight. I don't know how it works with the NHLPA if you can say you don't get paid even, you know what I mean? Because I don't think that that's, that's going to be a thing. But if this is something that you're pushing and especially it's something that you believe in, then that's something that you say you can't play that night. End of story, right? But they let him play. They just didn't let him practice. They let him play. <laughs> Philadelphia, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but then the fallout, and this is the thing, is that the fallout, I was, you know, you have to expect fallout. People are In this say day and age? Absolutely. People are going to say things. But... If you're talking about inclusivity and you're trying to make your point about it, then make your point that he shouldn't have played. I don't think that he's sending the right message. I don't think that this is this. But I heard two people that decided to get really personal with it. Really personal. And they attacked his ethnicity and they attacked his religion. And E.J. Raddick was out there saying he should go back to Russia 
and fight against the Ukrainians. Who's EJ Raddick? EJ Raddick is a analyst on one of these NHL shows, okay. okay? He's been in the game a long time, and that's what he said. No room for that. Why would you even say that? You have so many other things to say. Yeah. But that's not even the worst thing that I heard being said of this whole entire thing. The worst thing I heard was out of Sin Sixero's mouth, and Sin Sixero, who I actually like when I hear him go on his rants, but this time, <laughs> it was wrong. He was so much in the... He had so many things to talk about. Maybe, you know, his whole entire thing about the NHL finding the Philadelphia Flyers a million dollars? Fine. I would have been fine with that. But when you start going into... He's hiding behind his Christian faith, and there are people out there that are doing things that will make you throw up. Okay. In what context? About Christians. There's people there. Oh, there's Christians in, that are making, making that will make you throw up in your mouth. And it's like, to me, I understand where he was trying to go with this because basically he's looking at televangelists, he's looking at like Jerry Falwell. But uh, you say that if you have to defend your belief system by throwing shade or talking shit about someone else's belief system or ethnicity or whatever, you're already insecure. Like your argument's about not even valid at that point. If it's like, oh well, blah, like, especially sure. when you're preaching inclusivity, it's yeah, like that's what I'm saying what, that doesn't make any what sense. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that. Um, there's a balance to be played between shut up and dribble and that you should still have a platform. Mm -hmm. And we've covered it a couple times on this show. And, and uh, you know what? He, he believes that? That's fine. Yeah, but then, here's then, the thing. Then you pay, then you pay the, the, the price of, for that, though. That you sure. don't get to play. Take a sick day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's not difficult. Exactly. Say what you want to say. That's cool. But if your boss, the person that writes, the thing that kills me about it is to say, the per damn the person that is paying me to do this I feel this way then don't take the money then don't do it go find play somewhere else that I mean that's really what it boils down to for me cool like if you have a problem with what your employer is doing then don't take their money and that stands up across the board everywhere else stop with this whole well I don't think we should okay well your boss does so either you do it or you don't but stop being a hypocrite and taking their money and then fighting against it. Be, say your thing, but still go along. That's the dumbest thing. What if you like the sponsor that's on the arena? What if you don't like whatever? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying yeah. that you don't play. You don't play that game. That's that. You don't get to play that game. And then after that, the NHL can sort it out. Yeah. The NHL can sort it out. But to attack a man, though, at his, at his yeah. fundamental... Place. I can't believe they that they would excuse him from practice and then still let him play. That, that, that that, well, that's happens. something on the Philadelphia Flyers organization. That's something else altogether. But I just thought it was important good? enough to say... Ivan Provorov is probably one of their best defensemen on that team. Oh, say so it a loss if he hadn't played, probably. Ah. That's where is, is 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 that what it comes down to though? At the end of the day, right? I mean, obviously, I wins know. and losses. I mean, that's an organizational it's, it's, decision. It's what it is, right? It's an organizational but the decision. thing is, is like, okay, if you're trying to build this, then maybe maybe you take the loss on that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's so nuanced, right? I mean, yeah. in that case, it all comes down to what the owner really felt about that stance. You know, is though, you got to expect the consequences, and you know, but at the same hand, be responsible with your remarks. That's that's my only thing. 
What Sean's trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is words matter. Yes. And approach <laughs> it as such. Be yes. the light. Salt the seasoning of the dish. Be a joy to be around. Stop being a dick. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> now, um, let's get back. Let's go back to some real talk about hockey here. I mean, that was real talk, but I just want to talk about it now. So, like NHL at the fundamental level right now. I want to talk about Seattle Kraken. And what would you like to talk about the Kraken? I want to talk about Kraken's supposed um, rivalry against the Vancouver Canucks. Is this even a rivalry anymore? <laughs> I saw that game. Well, I it mean, was 6-1 for the Kraken. It was the first <laughs> game that the Kraken had won. So if we go back to the earlier part of the show where I said hey, it couldn't be a rivalry until both teams had won. Mm. Now it's a rivalry. Yeah. That game was they took him on the woodshed and just oh. let him have it. So It was it was a spanking. Yeah. And then uh, they're they're winning some games right now. They're yeah. you they're know they, they they had a couple of losses after that uh, seven game win streak, and that's fine. I mean that's just the way yeah. it is. But the thing is that they're playing they're playing really yeah, good. Yes, yeah, the ebb and flow of uh, of a season. You know. Yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens with uh, with old Maddie, and uh, hopefully he gets healthy. He's gonna miss the All Star break because that hit that he took from Vancouver. It's funny, yeah. He's missed a couple games. Gonna he's miss gonna the All Star game. That's okay. Austin Matthews is gone as well for the All Star game. Is he getting hair plugs? Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's getting uh, he's uh, injured for three weeks, so yeah. he's. Oh, gonna miss that's a, few a long games. recovery for those hair plugs. It's it's, it's, it's hard, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, right now, I mean, it's 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 going to be a great race up until the end of April yeah. to watch this. The NHL's a lot like a NASCAR race. The first like half, three quarters of the race, everyone's just kind of driving in a circle, and then you know, the last twenty-five laps, they really start driving. So, man, I don't know because it just seems like Seattle's had the the. The pedal to the metal, it feels like they just well, they don't know how to do it. You know, second year and they're not they haven't quite figured it out. Yeah, yet, but. and uh, I think I think it'd be great if they could win a playoff series here. I really expect them fully to win a playoff series, all depending on who they can who they end up drawing. I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, um, on any given night, those boys can skate with the skate with the best of them. Well, that's the thing is that you have a look at it. If they have to score goals, they can score goals. If they have to shut down, they can shut down. Um, as long they as, as, long as Grubar stays on it, yes. <laughs> they play really to their opponents' weaknesses. Really, is what I I, I find yeah. that they do. You yeah. know, and and that is how you win hockey games. They're well coached. Yep. Uh, the line the line makeups are all great on there. Yep. The fact that you have to move down your number one draft pick and let them season is like. That's fantastic. You have a future that's about to come up. Now I heard some I heard some stupidity coming out here though. It's like and you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. Not stupidity. Maybe ignorance. Ignorance in the NHL as far as well, are we going to trade our number 1 guy? Are we going to Shane Wright because we have no room for him. He's 18 years old. Yeah. You don't trade him. <laughs> that's just an uninformed fan base is what that boils down to. Don't trade him. That's somebody you do not. That's somebody that is your future, and you have a bright future. It's it's a it's well, a I mean, good team. Beaners is just right behind, right in front of him, and they those two could be on the ice for the next ten years. So you just yeah. Why would you trade that off? That's, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. Dumb man. 
Sorry to our friends north of the border, but uh, that Canuck spanking was well-deserved, so <laughs> stop DMing me. Man, oh man. We have, uh, we have an interesting game coming up in a couple of weeks there that we're going to be going to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a nice one. Yeah. Kraken versus the Leafs. I still yep. don't know which jersey I'm going to pull out. I got nothing. I got nothing. Folks, I saw Sean the day the Bengals beat the Bills, and he already had a Bengals jersey on. Already. It had been two hours. I was wondering when you were going to call me out on that, man. Two hours. I was wondering if you were going to call me out on that. I can tell you this right now. Sean is not going to be wearing both teams' gear in that arena. I won't stand for it. I won't drive him down there. I won't give him a ticket. Lincoln just won't. If that guy shows up in a Kraken beanie or a toque or whatever he calls it in a Maple Leafs jersey and his little gloves, side of I-5. That's right. You remember the gloves? Side of I-5, kids. We don't play it. Pick a team. You can have multiple teams. I don't care. But you can't wear the same sport, just different teams at the same time. Like, that's not going to fly. This does not. It does not cut it. Love it. (laughs) Man, hey, I ran out of jerseys to wear for the uh, Super Bowl there. I I don't have any more, so. Yet. <laughs> they don't make Pat Mahomes jersey in fun size, apparently. So get him off into Lyman one. They probably have those in stock. Oh my gosh! Okay, right. we have a one-on-one question. I already here. gave you mine. You gave me. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So coming down to it, ice cream yeah. with toppings. Mm. Would you consider that a soup? Delicious soup with the soup, I'll tell you that. I, mean, I think you'd have to let it melt too much for it to become soup. Yeah? Yeah. So I would say no. Mmm. Mmm. But then how can you... Can you have frozen soup? Yeah, there's cold soup. I don't know about frozen, oh, frozen soup. I mean, yeah, like... I don't know about frozen soup. The creamy, scrape off the layers goodness. Would you want that? No, sometimes. That pot scum? Soup. The pot scum that no. you have when stuff gets cold? No. Nope. You put that in your mouth? Nope. I did that so once when I was a kid. I believe it. <laughs> it's terrible. I believe it. You oh, could have told me that yes last week. I would have believed it. <laughs> Ice cream is not a soup. We don't play that game here, kids. Till next time. Remember, be good or be good at it. Right out.